Welcome to Flowing East and West, the perfectly imperfect journey to a fulfilled life. I'm Ann Roby, an HR advisor and consultant focused on building strong employee engagement and meaningful company culture. And I'm Sherry Essig, an executive and life coach, and I work with people who are done settling for less than success and happiness. So, Anne, I cannot believe it is 2023. <laughs> it's nuts. It feels like we blinked and 2022 was gone. It was gone, but Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. I'm super excited about our topic today. This is the time of year that a lot of people set goals. They think about what they want to bring in for the future. And as you well know, Sherry, I'm not a big fan of, it's January 1st. That means we must start something new or, you know, whatever. However, with some of your great coaching, it is a good opportunity to both reflect on the past and then, you know, kind of looking towards the future. And that really brought us to our theme today, which is all about new beginnings. When we were doing our research, I stumbled into a quote of a passion for curiosity. I'm just really excited about this idea of really looking at the year with fresh eyes, whether that is around a goal you want to set for yourself, or last year we talked about setting a theme for the year, right? Whether you're setting another theme for the year or whether it's just a specific aspect of your life or really anything, but just this idea of looking anew, if you will. Yeah. What we're really talking about is developing a beginner's mindset. And I think this is a tool that can be super supportive if you are setting goals, if you do have things that are important to you that you want to bring into your life, or if there's things where you feel like you might be stuck in a little bit of a rut, it's just an opportunity to look at things with fresh eyes and try to see them in a different light. On the surface, this sounds a little bit simple, like, sure, let me just be a little bit more curious about things. But it's a practice, and it's something that isn't quite as simple as it seems. And as we were just prepping for this, we were talking about how sometimes at work, for instance, we're kind of paid to show up and know stuff. We're paid to kind of be the smart ones in the room or, you know, have the ideas. So it's a particular area that's sort of fraught with not having some deep curiosity and I don't know, willingness to sometimes not know the answer is really the way you get to a better answer. And yet it's difficult to do that sometimes in a work setting. Well, it's actually difficult in all kinds of settings. I am flashing back on when you and I were in our first yoga teacher training program together. And I realized how long it had been since I had done something that I wasn't fully competent in. And I just remember thinking two things simultaneously. One was, wow, I suspect it's really a great practice for me to be having to do something as a complete beginner. I wasn't a beginner practicing yoga, but I was teaching yoga. And that thought was coexisting with like, oh my God, I just want to climb out of my skin. This is so uncomfortable. Right. 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 And for me, I think I have a tendency to try lots of new things and to start new things, but it's the result is similar to you. And that is, man, when things get tough or when it gets a little shaky or I don't know the answer, like what we were just talking about in a work setting, I can have a tendency to sort of either skip over those bumpier parts and maybe miss out on some of the exactly what we're talking about, about just really getting curious. And so 
I think we're dancing around it a little bit here, but if we really dive in and talk about what is this thing called beginner's mindset, we called it a deep curiosity. Anything else you would add to that, Sherry? Well, the term is actually translated from a word that comes from Zen Buddhism. The word is Shoshan, and it means that you look at every situation you're placed in as if it is the first time you are seeing it. The reality is it's far more a practice than a thing you really do all the time, because it's really not realistic for most of us to look at everything as if it's the first time. But it is a really great muscle to build, just cultivating this ability to pause, let go of what you already think or what you know or what you think you know, right, or what you're attached to or any of these things, and really just be wide open in terms of looking at things. It really strikes me that there's a level of vulnerability with this, right? Because even if you're by yourself, you have to sort of admit you may not totally already know the answer, that you may not completely have this dialed in. And so if you're really trying to develop this beginner's mindset, it takes a level of trust, awareness, and openness. It doesn't matter if you're by yourself or with others. You really have to be able to develop that level of deeply looking at something, being aware and present to it, and being willing to consider like, hey, I may not already know the answer to this. Hey, I may need to ask some more questions. Yeah, I agree. I think there's some ways it also can feel a little tricky. I'm thinking about routines, right? Routines by definition are a series of steps you don't spend a lot of time thinking about. They become habitual and there's some really fantastic things about routines. I say this as somebody who was not very routine oriented for a long time and then at some point realized, I think my life might be a little bit easier if I put a few more routines in place. And they serve me really well. And sometimes those routines can become ruts. There's something about being able to look at different places in your life and just ask the question, would I benefit from bringing, and I know I keep using the phrase fresh eyes, but for whatever reason that really resonates for me, can I benefit from bringing some fresh eyes to this? Right. And so that's sort of the precursor, right? Can I get really curious? But then when we get right down to brass tacks, do you have some examples of where you're bringing these fresh eyes or some ways that you can bring a beginner's mindset to something that you're either already doing or that you want to try something new? Yeah. So one I have been thinking about for the last couple of weeks is last year when we did our episode on themes, my theme for the year was spaciousness. I put a bunch of things in place that really helped me feel a greater sense of spaciousness. And it worked really great. But I've been thinking about the fact like, okay, so this has worked great. It would be very easy to keep doing what I've been doing. And that would probably be good enough. But I have a sneaking suspicion that I have not reached my limit of having a sense of spaciousness. And so I really want to bring very much this beginner's mindset to it. And I don't know what that's going to yield, but for me, bringing a beginner's mindset means not even starting with what I've already been doing, just saying, okay, so for this year, what might spaciousness look like for me? Yeah. So sort of a blank slate as if you didn't have a whole year of information and data under your belt already. Correct. And and you know my relationship with data. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, but I really should start with that data. 
That's funny. So, I mean, that's actually you're making kind of a good point, right? Because we're not saying throw all the data out completely, but what we're saying is, is by looking at something as if you've never done it before, as if it's your very first time, as if you have no idea what this thing is, think of an alien creature coming down to earth and seeing something that we do on this planet. It allows you to sort of see things from a different perspective, you know, and we did a whole episode on perspectives and if this is interesting to anybody listening, it's a good one to go back and look at because I think perspectives can help you with this as well, especially if you're stuck. Like, what do you mean? I already know the answer. Thinking about different perspectives can be super helpful. What I love about this is this was your theme for last year. And what I think I hear you saying is you're going to probably continue with this as one of your themes, but to really start again. And then later you can bring back your data and say, ah, I started with completely fresh eyes as if I had never seen this before. Now I'm going to marry that with what I already know. And maybe you'll come to even some new and better ideas that you wouldn't have thought of. Right. I'm certain I will keep some of the routines I put in place, right? I'm, I'm quite certain I'll keep them because they're working really well. But what I don't know is what else there might be. And if I start with what's already working, I'm not sure I'm going to get to those other things quite as easily. Yeah, that's interesting. You're inspiring me. So my theme last year was presence. And I think as a lot of things, when we set these goals or bring themes into our life, they sort of peak at some point and then maybe peter out. And so you're inspiring me to sort of maybe relook at presence as well. And, you know, what would a two-year-old think presence was and try to just look at it with completely a different perspective. That's an example of something that you've already done and that you're going to look at it differently and hopefully even make it a richer experience in your life. It, the other time when having a beginner's mindset is really helpful is when something's completely new. And so you mentioned yoga teacher training and how we both were sort of out of our elements at a certain point. What's interesting is neither one of us teach yoga on a regular basis, but at least for me, I feel like it's sort of in my bones a little bit. It's something I can bust into, a, you know, inhale, lift your arms, exhale, forward, fold, inhale, step forward very, very easily because it sort of feels like it's in my bones. And I just started Pilates teacher training recently. So here's an example of starting new things all the time. And for no particular reason, people keep saying, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Why not? But the point is, is I'm trying to make me teaching Pilates, like me teaching yoga, because yoga is familiar. Yoga, after that initial sort of discomfort that we both experienced, like it became something I could do without a lot of consciousness. You know, I could sort of just step in front of a class right now and teach at least something. And Pilates is very different. There's a lot more rigidity to it. At least the way I'm learning, I'm learning a classical Pilates. And there is a specific step one, then step two, then step three, step four, et cetera. And I don't think it would be an overstatement to say a lot of routine or rigidity is not exactly part of my life on a regular basis. And so I keep trying to teach yoga when I'm teaching Pilates and it's a whole new skill set. I'm finding I'm almost fighting it a little bit because it's like, wait, I kind of know this. Isn't yoga and Pilates? Aren't they similar? But really what I need to practice is just this curiosity. I don't know the answer. I need to just be open. I need to sort of be present. And I think it'll go a little bit easier because right now it's a little bit of a struggle. It's still new. Well, I love what you're bringing up, which is just in general, 
you know, I think the further along you get in life, I'll say it that way, the more you are used are you to saying something about my age. No, no, not at all. <laughs> You're younger than me. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> the further along you get in life, the more used to knowing things you become. Yes. I think I strung that sentence together correctly. And not knowing can be really uncomfortable. I mean, I talked about it in context of the yoga teacher training, but I do think that a lot of us just feel some level of pressure of, I should know how to do this, or this shouldn't be so hard. So just getting comfortable with the skill of allowing yourself to not know, I think is a really useful life skill. And I'm certainly not suggesting I have mastered this life skill. It's definitely hard, but I will say one of the other articles that we found talked about having a beginner's mind actually helps you develop deeper gratitude and free yourself from expectations about past experiences. Man, when I just read that sentence, it's so freeing in so many ways, right? Like if I already know this is going to turn out, then why bother even trying is very different than being really present to what might be and to possibilities and what could be. And so not only does beginner's mindset help you in something you're already doing, like we talked about, and help you in something new that you're trying to learn or do or master or whatever, it also has these really great side benefits. Yeah. One of the things that I think it can be really powerful for is when you're feeling stuck. This whole process of getting unstuck can be so frustrating, especially, again, when I am used to solving problems, right? A lot of us solve problems for a living. And I'm getting impatient with myself that I can't seem to get unstuck. And a lot of times what keeps us stuck is we're stuck in our thinking. We're stuck whether it's our mindset or whether it's these beliefs of, well, I can't do that or I have to do this. When you can really look at things through a lens of, I don't know, let me just explore. Huh, what if I got curious about this? What if I let go of that? And I'm making it sound easy. It's easier, like everything, the more you do it, but it can be an amazing, amazing tool for either getting unstuck or at least loosening up the stuckness. I love that. What are some specific ways that we might cultivate some more ability to have a beginner's mindset? One thing is to find situations in which to practice, small, little, tiny things. You are a fan of the small, tiny things, yes? I am. I am like the queen of increments, right? But really finding opportunities. And if it's easier to think of this as get curious, that'll work too. And so that's one place. Mindfulness, meditation practices can help. I had already mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I think sort of a childlike wonder, and this is a little bit of the perspectives work that we talked about before. So what would a two-year-old think of this? What would an alien from another planet think of this? So, you know, cultivating that sense of wonder and curiosity. Yeah. I do love the word wonder. I kind of like the word awe here as well. A little bit of wonder and awe. And it's making me think about, let's just say... I'm going to use another stuck example, but let's just say you've hit a little bit of a bump. And if your way you are looking at it is, 
well, crap, you know, I've hit a bump. This is going sideways. I know how this always goes. It always sucks. I never do this right. Right. That is going to lead you to a very, very different place than, huh, look at that. Interesting. I've hit a bump. I wonder what's up with that. Totally different energy, totally different mindset. And very rarely will I say, and I 100% guarantee, but I can almost guarantee that when I get in that mindset, when you get in that mindset, or for anybody listening, it will change things. For sure. I do think there is something here also about practicing slowing down. Because what happens, I think, is when you hit that bump or when you feel like you already know the answer or you've done this 47 million times before, we go a little bit of sleep and we just kind of push fast and we maybe miss some of the nuances and the details. And so as we've said with a lot of the things that we've talked about on this podcast, you can't have a beginner's mindset 100% of the time constantly, or else you'll never get anything done. You'll be so in awe of the flower that you see when you walk out your front door, you'll never go any further, right? That said, picking the time is when it really makes sense to slow down. I mean, what I hear you saying, Sherry, this is so much about being present. We do so many things on autopilot and we move so fast and expectation of just how we live and social media and everything is just move, 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 go, 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 go. If something's important enough, you know, your example of spaciousness, I mean, that sounds like it's really, really important to you. I think you're brilliant to think about, okay, how can I slow down and really spend some more time looking at this with new eyes, right? Childlike wonder, but being fully present to it. Yeah. This just makes me think about an example. It's not really about beginner's mind, but how you see things very differently when you haven't actually looked at them for a while. This can also apply to something you haven't thought about for a while or you haven't done for a while. But I have a picture hanging on my wall right across from my desk. It's a poster, but decades ago, I was with my sister at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. It's a picture of a lily and it's just shades of blue. And it hung on the wall in my living room until I moved to the house I live in now. Then it went into the attic. It didn't really have a place to be anymore. And I stumbled onto it. We were cleaning out the attic and I stumbled onto it and the frame was cracked, And but I realized how much I loved it. So I had it reframed. It's hanging on my wall. And I have to say, I look at it now after not really having seen it for 23 years. And in some ways it's so familiar. And in other ways, I find myself noticing things I had not noticed when I was looking at it every day year in and year out. And so it's a pretty good, I don't know if it's a metaphor or an actual example, but you do see things differently when you haven't looked at them for a while. I love that. And also I think art in general can do that for you, right? And you and I can look at the same piece of art and see things completely differently. And then what an awesome opportunity to then explore, like, oh, how did you see that? Oh, how did you see that? Right. I mean, I think that's super cool. The other example I'm thinking about is this podcast itself. I mean, not only did we have to have complete beginner's mindset when we started? Because we did not know what the hell we were doing and had multiple freakouts when technology wouldn't work or somebody didn't show up or, you know, what have you. I would say now we're more in a groove. We kind of know what we're doing. We probably have slightly less freakouts <laughs> when technology doesn't work. But what's kind of cool is every time we have a new episode, every time we have a different guest, we really have to bring 
a beginner's mindset to that or else, frankly, it'd be pretty boring. Yeah. Well, and even the way we have the guest episodes set up, we don't know where they're going because we always start the same way, which is asking our guest, tell us about your life. If we didn't just show up and be fully present and go with wherever things are going, we maybe would have bombed out after about six episodes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we don't practice ahead of time. It's not like we are rehearsed, especially with guests. And I think what we've heard from some of our listeners and from our guests is because we come with that just open-hearted curiosity, it brings things out. Like how many guests have we had that people have said, man, I've never said that to anybody. Or, you know, I didn't think I was going to go there. I think we had one guest that said it was kind of like a therapy session, right? (laughs) I think that was Chris Pierce. (laughs) It was. So, I mean, I'm not trying to toot our own horns here, but it did just strike me that we get that opportunity on a regular basis. And when I think about people I admire, like who are really good interviewers on TV or whatever, you can tell when somebody's a bit of a smarty pants. You can tell when somebody thinks they already know the answer. You can tell in the way they try to pepper a question. And I think not everybody has a podcast, but everybody meets people on a regular basis. A lot of people have an opportunity to either be an interviewer or be interviewed for a job or for a volunteer opportunity or what have you. What a great opportunity to practice beginner's mindset. It's also a really good example of how hard it is to actually parse all these pieces because again, there's this piece of being really present. If you're always thinking one step ahead whether it's one step ahead as in, I know what's coming, or I'm thinking about the next thing I want to say, or there's a million examples. I don't think you can really separate beginner's mindset from really being present. Yeah. This episode isn't about active listening, but if folks are curious, what we're somewhat talking about is active listening when it comes to being with somebody else as well. But the opportunity to practice beginner's mindset regularly Like your tagline for your business. The way you live your day is the way you live your life. That's right. And so how I do anything is the way I do everything. Really slowing down, thinking about things with new eyes and taking the opportunity to, I don't know, just seeing things in a different light. I really think as we start to wrap up here, Sherry, what we really want to do is encourage people, whether they're starting something new whether they have already practices or routines in their life already, or anything that we all think we might be stuck in a little rut about, I think bringing this beginner's mindset is an amazing opportunity that frankly can enrich your life. Yeah, I agree. There's a wonderful quote from a book called Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind, Informal Talks on Zen Meditation and Practice. We'll put it in the show notes, but the quote is so beautiful. In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the experts, there are few. Love that. And I think that really summarizes everything that we're talking about with beginner's mind. So with that, we want to wish everybody a very happy new year. We really hope 2023 is an amazing one for everybody. And I think that's going to wrap up our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed it and would love it if you would share our podcast with a friend, give us a rating on iTunes, or post it to your own social media. It really does help. Please join us next time for Flowing East and West, the perfectly imperfect journey to a fulfilled life.